so we're going to move on to our final segment here. Uh, and as I was saying, uh, here at the Independent, we've been following uh, the the whole migrant uh, influx or migrant crisis, if you will, uh, for the last year and a half. Of course, Amba, you've done a lot of re- great reporting on this. And uh, yeah. another organization that we followed very closely over the years is Reverend Billy and the um, Stop Shopping Choir. They've done a lot of environmental uh, uh, work. Uh, is so impressive. And they now have a, a storefront uh, church in the East Village on uh, 3rd Street and Avenue C. They've been performing from there over the last year and a half or so on Sunday afternoons and evenings. But recently, as the temperatures plummeted here in New York, they opened their doors to hundreds of migrants, many of whom have been stranded outside St. Bridget's Church in uh, the East Village, where the city sends them to uh, get re-ticketed to apply to for spaces in the city's shelters. So you had all these uh, stranded migrants stuck out in the rain and the cold um, on 7th Street and Avenue B, and the Earth Church opened its doors and created a welcoming center and has been doing uh, so many amazing things along with other activists in the East Village who've also mobilized to help the uh, migrants uh, who are in their community uh, Sabatri D from the Earth Church. Welcome to WBAI. Thank you, John. Thank you, Amba. Good to see you. Um, thank you, Amba, for all that reporting on Gaza. You're welcome. Thanks. Right. And so, can you, uh, uh, Sabatri, just for starters, uh, just describe a little bit more how the Earth Church became a migrant welcoming center? Um, yeah, well, we noticed in the East Village this line of people outside St. Bridget's. Of course, we were reading about it as well. This is a ticketing center and a re-ticketing center for people to get shelter. Um, you know, the approximately 200,000 migrants who've come into New York City in the last 18 months, probably far more than that. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of these people have never experienced cold weather in in force, you know, so they're in line out there, and it's bad enough in good weather um, but then the, the temperature started to drop, and it just seemed inhumane in every way. And um, a group of uh, local East Village residents sort of put their heads together and with us, and, and we realized we could just use the Earth Church as a warming center. I mean, it's it's a Band-Aid on an elephant's ass, if you know what I mean. It's, it's not, you know, it's very tiny... Um, <laughs> effort in a way when you look at the the, the crisis as a whole but um, it is kind of a a, a wonderful um, opportunity to be in community with migrants and really be with them during the day and and talk with them and sit with them and and they are keeping warm and there's some distribution there and um, it's just been a remarkable kind of upwelling of of good energy and and efforts from a lot of people many of whom are not activists many of whom just saw a need and are trying to fill it. And of course, New Yorkers are very skillful, competent humans in general. And and the migrants are also skillful, competent humans, right, who've come a long way and have a lot of um, fortitude. So it's it's been a really moving and inspiring few weeks there at Earth Church, um, English classes and art therapy and peanut butter and jelly and coffee and lots of prayers and um, the, the music is starting to grow a little bit. Um, but I, you know, I think it illustrates really 
the the depth of the crisis um, across the world, really, and and it's it's prefigurative in the sense that like we're going to see more and more of this, not less and less of this, and it's a failure of our institutions at every level, at every level. Um, right. What's happening in New York City, you know, from the federal government all the way down to you know the local administration, and we see that, and and either they're corrupt. Uh, incompetent, or they actually don't want to. They don't want to help. It's one of them, you know. But these people are being weaponized by Eric Adams and his administration. They are being weaponized. It, they are letting it fall apart essentially in order uh, so that the feds will come in and offer money. Or it's very hard to read, you know, what right. they're doing because the incompetence just seems. It, it seems unbelievable that they would. Uh, be failing at this level unless it was on purpose. Yeah, the situation with the 36 day, um, 30 and 60 day, you know, uh, uh, what's, I'm so sorry, evictions from the shelters. Right. Is on questionable legal bounds and is leaving people, you know, I, my grand, my godmom lives right across the street from the St. Bridget's. And so I was watching people on those coldest days, um, yeah. you know, in the cold, um, uh, out there. And, you know, uh, it's true that it's their first winter, but, uh, I think, you know, I encourage anybody to look into what's going on with those evictions. And so what you guys have done though is also a part of a sort of prefiguration because there is a lot of like structured mutual aid being built around this, you know, sort of Incredible. manufactured crisis. And John has explained to me that what you've done is already, even though it's not been long, gaining structure. So tell us more about like the specific things that you can provide or that you're looking for or what's been going on sort of. Sure. Yeah. And I definitely would love to just elevate that mutual aid that's going on in every borough of the city and has been really for years. This is not invented in any way by the work we're doing. This is we're, we're on the shoulders of decades of mutual aid around immigration in this city. Um, La Mirada is doing great work up in the Bronx and you know, the immigration coalition, just a lot of people working hard and many of these people with full-time jobs themselves just, you know, up all night working on it. So, um, what we're doing at the Earth Church is like, it's a, it's a, it's an organizing center and a warming center. So, um, there's distribution being organized from there. There's limited, uh, distribution of coats and shoes, um, and hats and gloves, bare necessities, um, some, um, hygienic materials there. Um, a lot of the distribution takes place in Tompkins Square Park from the Earth Church. So people are going to Tompkins Square and um, distributing goods there. Evie Loves at the Sixth Street Community Center is making meals three days a week, um, doing amazing work, making just like beautiful food for like two fifty a plate, you know, while the city is pay paying these contractors, you know, 10 times that much for terrible food. Um, so... Uh, you know, we have like 150 volunteers that just emerged over the last 10 days. They're in 12 working groups. Some of it is around food. Some of it is around um, helping people find their way to shelter. Some of it is, um, you, you know, uh, language and translation, pointing people to uh, information around the asylum process, because, of course, you only have a year to, um, to file for asylum. And and that's sort of lost on some people. And I think that the, then it's suddenly too late. A year goes by very quickly in New York City. Um, we're not offering um, legal aid ourselves, but trying to point people in those directions. Um, there is a, a diminishment of um, immigration attorneys in New York City. That's largely due just to burnout, I think. It's like 
down like 30% from where it was a few years ago, and it was already too few. You know, there's, there's 3 million people in immigration court. There's a backlog of 3 million people in immigration court right now. Just wrap your head around that for a second. Um, but the Earth Church is like what it's becoming is a, is a, is, is an organizing center for immigration, um, advocacy in that area and distribution. Right. And can you talk about uh, how you sort of see the, this work you're doing as a reflection of the values of the Earth Church in terms of uh, uh, your conception of borders and, and and any other values that you see um, that you're, you're able to sort of actualize in this moment? Well, sure. I mean, immigration uh, crises like this are, are are they don't fall from the sky. They're they're not miraculous. They're the they're the result of decades of economic and and uh, military procedure, essentially, by our government and, and other Western European governments, colonization, essentially. Um, we have created the conditions that make it inevitable that people will migrate. Um, and some of that is climate-driven, of course. Um, tremendous drought across the Southern Hemisphere in South America, in the Sahel, in the Horn of Africa. I mean, natural disasters, too, too many to even count at this point. Um, and of course the conflict arising around water issues and, and, uh, and scarcity. And, and these are, are things that imposed by our economic, um, policies and, and our, uh, our primacy, you know, our chauvinism as, as Western Europeans and, and, um, so-called first world nations, right? Um, how does that fit in with the, the ethos of the Earth Church? I mean, you know, we are the stop shopping choir. We have been resisting consumerism and militarism, you know, and, and the, these pillars of, of colonization, uh, you know, for 20 some years. And of course, right now we see it so, uh, vividly in front of us. You know, who gets to be safe? Who gets to be safe? And we know the answer, right? You know, I get to be safe. And then I'm, 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 I'm standing in a room with, you know, a hundred men from 10 different countries in Africa. They don't get to be safe, you know, and, and they're not safe here. You know, so I, I mean, for me, um, it, it's, it, it's, it's not a surprise that we're here, right? At this moment in, 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 in the United States of America, it's, 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 it's an inevitability that we're here. But I, I, I do think that communities are, are rising to it. They are understanding their own resiliency, their own agency, their own power. And I'm not saying that communities should do the work of the government. I mean, there's a, there's a danger here, right? That, that people and communities step in and do this work and the government just even more washes its hand of, hands of the whole thing. You know, we must continue sort of revolutionary, uh, pressure on, on those governments to change how they work or disappear altogether. So either we, we, we really need to ask ourselves hard questions about, about our, our radicalism right now. You know, like, are we actually going to make the, the world different on our own? Or are we going to continue to pressure right, politicians? Right. They seem utterly unable to meet the moment. They right. don't want to. Yeah. And we, uh, we're we're going to have to go here in 15 seconds, but real quick, is is there a, a place you want to direct people to find out more information if they want to get involved sure. or help? Yeah, there's a you, you can access all the the onboarding of volunteers at revbilly.com. 
um, East Village neighbors who care on Instagram. Um, and please, you know, if you have a time and energy to contribute, um, join us, you know, and, and come to Earth Church every Sunday at 5. Um, you can also get involved from there. Okay. All right. Savachi D from the Earth Church uh, and the Earth Church Migrant Welcoming Center uh, in uh, East Village. Thank you so much for joining us on WBAI this evening. Uh, that wraps up our show. Uh, we'll be off next week while we finish our our next print edition. We'll be back on the air on WBAI in two weeks uh, from this evening. Uh, and want to thank our board operator, Reggie Johnson, and also our field correspondent, Lane Dibbler. Amba, what's our outgoing song tonight? We're hearing Change Without Us by our very own friends with Reverend Billy and the Stop Shopping Choir. But there is no